Welcome to this week of Get Fixed the Podcast. Coach Cam, Coach George, Coach Klopp, what's up? We back. Happy we back. New Year. We back. Happy New Year. Um, happy Hanukkah, whatever. To all 2020. Y'all. Definitely, 2020. first and foremost, Happy New Year to everyone listening. We got a, a very special guest to, to kick off the new year with us. Uh, Bryce Shepard, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up, guys? Appreciate y'all having me out today. Oh, no problem, man. Glad yeah, you was able to Bryce. come, man. Yeah, this uh, this is a really good guy right here. So we're just gonna uh, dive dive right into it, uh, man. Who who is Bryce Shepard? Who is Bryce Shepard? And uh, tell us where 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 Bryce Shepard grew up. In. I'm from Stowe, Ohio. Been there my whole life, and like if I had to describe myself with some words, I'll just say like passionate. Um, I don't talk much. I just work. Hey, nothing, nothing. There's nothing wrong with you that. You don't talk today. We're going to get you off that, uh, yeah, yeah. that no, it's, humble, it's, quiet zone. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. So, how old were you when, you when you when you started playing football? Who got you playing football? My dad had me playing football probably when I was like six, playing like five football. And I started playing like contact. And just took off from there, but my dad really got me started. So, so how old were you? And what's what's one of your your you know your your fondest memories of uh, playing as a kid? Because I know you played with uh, Jr. too. Yeah. Uh, like first time really playing with Jr. and like we had the little wishbone wishbone offense. Okay. And that just took off like, I, like as soon as I started playing, I just loved it. And then we've been playing together for shoot like ten years. Ten years. Okay. Um, is is that the only sport you played growing up? No, I played. Football, track, baseball, basketball. He's an all-around athlete. Football was the main one, though. But no, was that your always your number one love, though? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but what was you better at, though? Sometimes we can love football, but be better. Like, I was actually better at baseball than I was at football, but I didn't love it as much as I loved football. So did you love something else, or it was just you loved football? For football was football. I, I love football, but... Like, I was pretty good at baseball. Like people would tell me, like I'm better at baseball, but I just wanted to play. You gotta go with your heart. I know because yeah. I, I played football and basketball in college, and you know people used to ask me that question all the time: which one did I like most? Um, and my answer was always the one I wasn't playing at the time, just because like you miss certain things when you're not doing them. For sure. You know, like just like putting your helmet on and all that and, and, and going out there on a game day of football and when you basketball, it's like, you know, it's not the same. You know, teammates are different. The vibe is different. Everything is different. So um, that's definitely understandable. Um, what, what was your experience like growing up in Stowe? Stowe? What, what was your football? What was your life? What was your experience like? like in Stowe, I feel like everybody know everybody. Like, you can go to the grocery store. People going to know who you are. It's just like uh, like a family atmosphere. Tell me about that undefeated season. Yeah, you I saw Jr. posted earlier this week. My my freshman year, high school. No, I mean, like when he was younger. Yes, oh, he brags okay. about that a lot though. Mm-hmm. So you got to tell us. You got to tell us about that. Yeah, that was fun. We was blowing everybody out. <laughs> so uh, played in the championship game. Had yeah. That, I mean, that was just a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll never forget that game. Who are you guys playing against? Um, Illyria, I think. Okay. So was that game at like was it at Stowe or did no, you? It was at like a mutual mutual site. Mutual neutral site. Yeah. 
That's kind of cool. Like, for appeal, yeah. yeah sure. it's, it's no advantages, really, versus the home field. So you went, you went and you played. What did you play in high school? What sports did you play in high school? Uh, track, baseball, football. Track, baseball. I, I remember seeing you in track. Uh, at track meet. Um, you you high jump, didn't you, or long jump? High jump and long jump. Yeah, you uh, you were pretty good in high jump. Yeah, high jumped uh six two, long yeah. jump like twenty one. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, now you was a recruitable kid, so just describe your rec- recruiting process that you had to go through this your last year this time. Stressful, like you got people telling you what you should do. People trying to give you advice when they really don't even know you. So, like, you just got to go with your heart and listen to your family. Like, whatever you feel like puts you in the best situation, like, puts you in the best position to be successful in the future. So, who's recruiting you? Um, Coach, hey. go ahead. Coach Boster, uh, tight end coach at Lillian College. No, I mean, like, the no, in general, all, like, all like what other schools? Yeah, all your schools. Oh. Um, well, I had to walk on offers. And then a lot of D2 schools like um, Ashland, Notre Dame, Finley, Tiffin, schools like that. And then um, towards like signing day, I had a few like MAC offers. They they wanted you to walk on or they was they was offering you? I had two two MAC offers. They wanted me to like not walk on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... After after Akron you here this year, I'm kind of glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to see you get beat up on out there right now. You know that's my alma mater. But um, and then I seen the success you had at the opening when we was in Maslin. You had a really really good showing down there. And um, since we're talking about your recruiting process, did you feel like like you you deserve something better? Bigger? Did you feel like that? I definitely felt like I was slept on. I kind of felt you were snug. I did too. You know what I'm saying? Because you finished finished in the top 20 that day. You know what I'm saying? So obviously you performed like a D1. You know what I'm saying? Athlete would or what they expected from you. You know what I'm saying? Because I I, I was there. So um, I got to see you perform. I was coaching it. Yeah, he was coaching (laughs) it. So you actually did very well. So I know you kind of felt some type of way about that. Um, But what, what finally, when it came down to it, what finally made you choose Notre Dame? coaches and um i'm all about winning like i, I want to go and win and the season they had before they went that's like, what i'm about to say like 13 and one almost won the national championship and so like it was already extra motivation yeah, I, I just wanted to go there and win how you like playing at that school though i mean it's a nice it's a nice field practice field is that practice field we that's was at that's the game field that we was at that one time mm-hmm. yeah that's a nice field yeah. how you like you how you like it up there no i like it for sure like there's nothing like the game day atmosphere at a home game like mm-hmm. like Crowds like you know we we might not have like the biggest whatever but like a lot of people be at the game they be all around the fence like it's it's a really good game day yeah a, a little short uh, story about Notre Dame College you know they had just got football not too long ago and um, Marlon Odin was uh, transferring and uh, we was talking to the coaches and uh, I'm like where y'all play at he's like oh yeah we play at uh, I think it was Euclid. Maybe brush or brush. Yeah, they played at the high school field, and so I'm talking to Marlon and Marlon like, I'm not really on going to play at a high school field, you know. Uh, being at Akron, being at uh, Central State, yeah. you know. Uh, and coach like, we got something coming down the pipe. And I'm like, well, what y'all got coming down the pipe? They had just made the field right there, mm-hmm. and they just they made it just a practice field, 
and uh, they ended up getting a nice sponsor. Bill put bleachers there to have to make it the home field. So when Marlon actually came, he he always played there at that field. So it was a uh, kind of a gift and a curse, you know. He went really ongoing. And then I'm like, hey, they got a turf field, and then they ended up being sponsors where they can actually have games there now. And so uh, he went there and was able to play uh, at that field. And it's right there on campus. So uh, yeah. I think that was the best. You know, best thing for it, yeah. Because yeah. I wrote, like, before I even knew anything about Notre Dame College, I had I used to work up in that area, and I used to ride by there. And I'm like, What's this little football field? Yeah, I didn't even know school. nothing about it. I'm like, when, when, when they it used when to be they, all girls. Yeah, it used to be yeah. all girls. School. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I, I never knew nothing about that. Um, because I know when they started to come over and recruit some of our kids at East. Um, you know, what I'm saying that's when I start hearing Notre Dame College. I'm like, Notre Dame College? What the in Cleveland? Yeah, Notre Dame College. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it used okay. to be my freshman year in in college. Uh, we we went up there to with one of my uh my, my teammates. And uh, it, it was an all-girls school, and uh, I think that was the same year they closed uh, Regina. The, the, yeah. You know, because you, Regina used to be, like, the top basketball girls program in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was – it wasn't right next to it, but it was in the same area. But, yeah, that used to be a, a all-girls school. So, mm-hmm. to see – and you know, that was, that's 12 years ago. So, to see where they had 12 years, right? you know, pretty much – What they changed. did the last two years on the football field is great. Yeah, I mean, even, with, even when Marlon was there, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they had a couple playoff bursts. So, you know, you put that in perspective, that's probably, you know, from time to get in football to being a power, that's – Four and a half years, which is fast for any program to turn yeah. it around like that. So, especially like I said, twelve years ago, it wasn't nothing. It was all girls' yeah. school. It, was just, it, was, it just just got turned into all girls' school. So, so that means you got a chance to get right there in the vibe and be part of that um, that transition into a pretty good program, um, D two program. So, what are you majoring in right now? Education. Education. Yeah, I want to be like a um, special education. Okay, so you. Hey, that's what I do. Yeah, so you're gonna specialize in special education. You know, you can just have general education, and you can specialize in special education. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just in case you want to do that, it's I I know it's to be in special education. It it can't be about the money. It's got to be more about the students. But your special education thing will get you a little bit more money than just general education. Just to give you a little heads up on that, because that's what I majored in too. I ended up starting off in um, elementary education. And then I changed it to um, just general history because I didn't want to take them science classes. <laughs> so <laughs> I keep saying that too, like I did not like science. Um, so with that said, what was your biggest um, adjustment from high school high school to college? You know what I'm saying? I know coming from Stowe, um, there's a little different culture out there. And then um, going to Notre Dame College, definitely, because I got to meet some of their players last year when we went to the uh, raw talent thing. It was a couple dudes up there. Okay. One of their linebackers, he was huge too. Um, he's from Lake, I think. They Lake got, Catholic? No. No, Lake what? Uniontown Lake. Uniontown Lake. They got a linebacker from Lake? They got a linebacker from somewhere who... It might be the cat from Roostown. Yes. So, that's what it's from. talking about Nate Moore? Yeah, the root the kid from Roostown had like 108 yeah, tackles really or something in high school. Something ridiculous a few yeah. years ago. So what was, your, what was your biggest adjustment from high school to college? Um, definitely like mentally. Like You got to know, like, high school, if you were an athlete, you're going to be good. But, like, in college, you got to know what you're doing on every play. Like, if he go here, I got to do this. But if he go here, I got to do this. Like, just mentally, uh, it was definitely the biggest challenge. Uh, playbook, just trying to get into it. Um, and then, like, 
in high school, you was always the big dog. But like when you get to college, like everybody you, been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you at the bottom of the roster. The like, you bottom of the barrel. Up. So that was definitely a challenge. Like, yeah, that playbook thing is something really big. Because uh, that's what ended up making me a captain. Because I was able to understand it and, and teach it to my teammates. But it's a lot of people. A lot of kids were struggling with playbooks. Because you know you do get them in high school now. I don't even know. I can't remember if we gave our kids one. Did we even give our kids one? We, yeah, online. On on, online, yeah, but how many of them really looking online at the blades like that, you know? And back in the day, they used to give us a little, um, you know what I'm saying, a little pamphlet with the with all the plays and stuff on it. Then we have to study them. But um, and I know that's a, a, a huge transition. Yeah, we all got nightmares of, of playbooks, Man. you know, in college. I know I got a lot of a lot of bad memories about looking at that playbook, especially on the offensive side. Um, what's your biggest adjustment from, you know, the classroom rise? Because I know, you know, you just finished, what, your first semester, yeah. you know, so it had to be, you know, some 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 growing pains and some some things to get used to um, from college. So, so what's some of your adjustments that you had to make? Studying in high school, I never studied. So, like, in college, you got to study. <laughs> you got to. And uh, so, like, you got classes every other day. So, like, that gives you a day to study, and, like, you got to take advantage of your time. You can't waste time. Good time management skills. Yeah. You develop, you're developing them as you go now. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah, because that's what a couple other kids said, too, like, um, time management for their grades is going to be um, very, very important. Um, so um, describe what your first week of camp was like. That's huge for a kid. Um coming from high school to college because it's definitely a physical and mentally mentally different than what it is in, in um, high school. So, you know, kind of tell us what that first week of camp was for you. Um, it was frustrating. For real, to be honest, like, um, physically, I felt like I was capable. But, like, mentally, like, I, I just kept making mental errors, like, coaches yelling at you, like, and, like, eventually, like, that starts to get to you. But, like, I, I'm just glad my teammates had my back, like, they continue like, hey, like shake it, shake it off. Like you a freshman, like you young, like you gonna learn. Just like keep trying to learn, and the mistakes you make now don't make them. The ne- like don't make them tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so that's, yeah nice that's huge because you know we all got our own growing pains at camp, and I I don't remember one person telling me that. Man, hey, look, I you was know, just about to you. Got, I was about to say you got a great set of teammates. You know, that's, that's, that's that's great. Your your teammates said that because typically when a freshman comes in. You know, some guys might feel threatened, you know, mm-hmm. if they see it like you might not see it yet. What they see, because they've already been to camp and all that. But for them to, to play. Yeah. You know, but for them to 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 tell you that is huge because, you know, I could see the older you get, you'll see guys come in like you see him make him play like, yeah, he might be special mm-hmm. once he get everything down. So for them to tell you that they see it, it in you, you know, that, I mean, that's good. And, and, and you could tell that's that's the type of program that you guys are building out there um, because a, a lot a lot of people will not tell you that, especially, you know, like the skill guys. The veterans. The veterans, yeah, especially if they're threatened by you. Nowadays, like, they, they probably could look, when you sign, they could look at your highlights. When we were going to college. We didn't know nothing. We, we, we knew nothing. Like, we didn't know who was coming. All we saw, you know, me personally, I'm, I'm looking at the roster right before camp start, like, like where this kid come from, blah blah blah, um, and you could pretty much, especially on high, you you could tell the gauge of a kid based off the school you went to. But the matter, the matter, state dudes like from Florida mm-hmm. and Pennsylvania and everywhere else, now you gotta like circle and remember this dude's name when you see him when you get there because you don't know if he's good or not. You know now, you know like 
they could have saw your tape last year and and, and had a, a preconceived notion like, no, nah, I'm not gonna let him take my spot. You know, so I mean, I think that that's pretty big that you know they they told you that um, to help you out at least. Yeah, that's huge. That's definitely huge. So you you pretty much answered that. Uh, our next question what was your biggest challenge going in as a freshman. Um, that mental part, you know, it was it was mental for you. Um, but we 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 skipped that one. Go to um, it's like the old cliche, you know. Um, easiest way to get on the field is by playing special teams. Um, you thrived on special teams this year, and uh, what was your mindset when you know we had to go and place special teams? No, I loved it. Like our coaches always influenced special teams, and like when we was playing, like to me, special teams is one of the most fun parts about football. Like you just get to go down there and hit somebody, especially on like kickoff, and then uh. I was kind of upset when I started like playing on actual defense, and then they started to take me off special teams. It's kind of upsetting to me. Oh, that's what's up. Hey, but that special teams gonna always get you on the field a little bit more though. Um, did you play a lot of special teams just though? Yeah, I did. Yo, know, you was on all of them. Yeah, pretty much. Besides that. So you how many? So what? How many you blocked? Three kicks. Three points. Three punts. That's a, damn. That's incredible. That's what I had my whole career in college. <laughs> you got three in one year. Some teams don't get that in like <laughs> years. A year. Man, Every you two got years, three you yourself. Know. That's what's up. And you had what three interceptions too, right? Two, four, four picks. Dang. Hey, hey, man. I started on special teams too. Um, and my first game was against Finley. You know, it was a two twenty four rivalry, and uh, I was on kickoff, but it was cool. I was the safety. You know, I was number one out there. I'm like, all right, I ain't got to run down here. Take me about five, ten yard job and watch everybody else. And then the next week, I, I was on punt return two. And uh, the next week, they moved me inside to the number two. Mm-hmm. And we played Butler, you know, D1, University of Butler. And they they brought the wedge at me. I was the number two. They brought two fullbacks at me. Hey, trip. I, at halftime, I told Coach, hey, man, you – you got to find somebody else around down here because I don't need to be taking on this double team, man. We put somebody else hey, bigger. Let's just be glad the wedge is banned now. <laughs> yeah, because, I, hey, man, I had some fun on them wedges, man. So um, so you go into this year, right? You start, on, start off on special teams. You finish the year starting. And then you become a uh, Maloney's defensive freshman of the year. Um. How does that make you feel? Because I know, and we probably all could attest to this, any, you know, freshman that makes the conference freshman of the year, typically, from what I've seen, has a pretty good career going forward, you know? Um, so how did that make you feel when you found out that you got that award? I mean, getting the award, you know, it, it didn't really mean too much to me. Like, like I, yeah, I was happy about it, but I, I feel like my family was more happy than I was. Yeah. But just looking at like where I I had came from like being on special teams to then starting to then like not only starting but like being pretty successful, like that's what makes me proud. Like the award don't it don't mean too much to me though. Definitely, definitely. Um so what's your off off season goals and uh what's your expectations going into the next season? Because you know you're gonna be that guy next year where somebody wants to come in and try to you know, emulate what you did, possibly take, you know, 
your spot and and all that. So so what what's your plan going forward as far as next year? Um, right now the off season, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get a little bit more flexible. Okay. Uh, put on a little bit of weight, a little bit faster. Um, and then you know I I, I want to win the national championship next year. That's 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 the main goal for me. That's what's up. So you guys got your your, your running backs come back next year, right? Yes. Sir. Yeah, I was just about to ask about so, that. He's a sophomore. He's an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quarterbacks coming back, or he can graduate. He's coming back too. So you guys got a pretty, pretty great chance to. What, what y'all finish record wise? What's that? What y'all finish record wise? Twelve and two. Hey, Notre Dame doing the thing. Yeah, they. Yeah, like I said, twelve years ago, man, they they was they they just had girls in the school. You know, That's the scene right now is it, it, pretty big. Um, so, what advice would you give to any kid right now in our area as far as? Uh, Recruiting, um, decision making on what college they, they want to go to, and just how to to handle this whole process because you know we had early signing day um, last month. You know, and some kids didn't sign, and um, they're still weighing options. And then you got next week, uh, excuse me, next month with early signing day. And, you know, we got the the uh, All American game tonight where kids are announcing. So it's a lot of pressure, especially with social media too. Um, so what, what's, what's some advice you could give? Hey, to before you give us that advice to, um, think about how you felt after the opening and going into that and then that whole process, because it's, we got kids that feel like they really D1 and you probably out of the, out of the people that feel like they D1, you probably the closest one to really being a D1 guy, um, for real true D1 guy. But, you know, talk to them about that too, because I know it's some kids that's like, well, I feel like I'm D1, but the only people that's talking to him is D2. You know what I'm saying? So tell them about trying to, you know, swallow your pride a little bit and, you know, the chances that you got playing at Notre Dame now. Uh, well, first, don't don't feed into, like, the pressure of, like, going to one school or another. Like, do what you want to do. Do what you feel is right for you. And then talk to your family and, like, like listen to them. Listen to the people closest around you. Don't listen to no social media, no people outside your circle, and then like D one, D two, D three, like it's all it's all high level football. Like, like, like there's a lot of talented players in Division two football. Like, yes, yes it is. The only re- the only thing that separates some of them is that they didn't pass the test. <laughs> really, that's what it is. Some people just didn't have a high enough they, test. They didn't get their ACT, the ACT score, score or they yeah. That's that's, what that's it. Really, when it come down to it, yeah. They didn't get it by February. Yeah. Oh. A lot of times it's just like if you was two inches taller. Yep. If you ran a little bit faster, but like if you could play football, you could play football. I mean, yeah, it's opportunity because I, I played in a in senior bowl with uh, Division One, one double A, and Division Two guys, and even at practice, you could see like the difference between some guys that were like Division One versus like Division Two at all positions, like. We had a uh, a three-time All-American DN at Mount Union playing with us on our team, and he's killing like this Division One tackle. The whole like the yeah. whole the whole four weeks we're playing, uh, practicing for this game, he's like killing him the whole time. You know what I'm saying? And then we got quarterbacks. Toledo had a quarterback down there with us. And then we had uh, two two Division Three quarterbacks that were pretty good. You know. And they just out winging him, you know. Even when we watched the game, he 
you know, the the D3 kids came in and, you know, and was balling too. But then you get into the game, and like those guys that are really good, you start to see a difference. Like Vince Davison, that was at Ohio. Mm-hmm. So he was on the South team. You could tell the difference when he touched the rock, when he was running the ball mm-hmm. versus uh, the kid that they have from like Otterbein. You know what I'm saying? You could tell the difference between them. But then it's like some guys that were like from like Ohio State, you know, that probably walked on or, you know, really was like a a last resort, you know, just flaunting around in an Ohio State helmet, but can't guard my my, my, my guy from Tiffin who got MVP of the game, you know, and, and you start to see a difference. But it, it's it's high level at every school you go at, to. Yeah, every no matter school, what, yeah, you know, no matter what school, no matter what division. Cause I know even at being at Akron U when we played Youngstown State, they beat us twice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They beat us my my true freshman year, and they beat us the year before that. So it, it, it didn't really matter. You just brought that up. They played Youngstown State week one. Oh really? Yeah, they brought they renewed it back. Yeah, because they ain't played since we um since we played them with Coach T. Coach T at Hoban was the tight end when we played them our freshman year. They played you know what I'm saying? Hey, and look, what's so crazy is that they that running back they had for Youngstown State that year, he was supposed to come to Akron. Akron. Pulled a scholarship, he ran for 160 against us, and we lost at home. Yeah, <laughs> that's they, my play, they, play, they, they play after you. First oh, game that's yeah, that's big. That's that's gonna be a a nice little game to. You know, see. the crazy part is uh, when they first opened the stadium. The first game was against Syracuse. Tyson was playing, and uh, now you know Marion gonna be on that roster. That's and, crazy. And Tariq gonna be on that roster. Um, Marcus too, and Marcus Safir gonna be on that roster. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy because they all local kids too. Yeah, that's gonna be that's good. Man. Let, let's switch it up real quick, man. We got hot topics, man. Let's uh let's get to uh this college football playoff. Um, <laughs> let's let, let's talk about this LSU uh, Oklahoma game first, man. Uh, what's what game? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say what game. So that was over after the first quarter, for real, for real. Hey, man. Joe Burrows is the truth. Uh, we've been talking about him, and you know it's it, it's always been that uh, Heisman curse when they come out and they don't play good the next game after being named after the Heisman. Heisman. Nah. Man, he, he came out and even better in the first half. Yep, came out and played even better. I think this was um to be honest with you because you know I played it. I played the little had a couple bets for these uh playoff games, not playoff games, <laughs> but the uh, bowl games in which I won too. Um. But this is probably the best bowl games I've seen in a long time. Yeah, we'll talk about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll talk yeah, about that, And, like, that, a whole yeah. bunch of them, man. It was a whole bunch of great games out there. But, um, man, yeah, that Joe Burrows is <laughs> – he's something special, bro. I, I just want to see how, how he's going to translate to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Which I think he – I don't think he would have a problem. The one thing I did see in that game, though, <clears throat> and I think he mentioned it in his interview, um, he was slacking a little bit with his form and – you know what I'm saying, and being um, like he was still accurate, but it was just you can tell that he wasn't. He was just winging it out there. He wasn't really, you know. That's what's so crazy. He still wasn't as disciplined as a quarterback. You would, you know, would think he would be as he'd been all season and still throw seven touchdown passes, but still incredible. You know, he rhymed me up, man. Uh, might be a little young for you, but John Elway. How he slanged the rock and then able to go. I caught John with Elway on the back end. I I remember watching John Elway those back to back Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. So I caught him on the back end. But John Elway could run. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely could. So he he was like deceptive running. You know, he'd get what he needed to get. 
and stuff. So that's what he reminded me slinging that ball, man. And I, I know that probably raised Jefferson's stock for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even know Chase had got um, number one receiver. Oh, yeah, I didn't th- I thought that. what's name should have really uh, either C.D. Lamb or um, dude from um, Alabama. Yep. He didn't. He didn't have the most yards on the team, though. He didn't even make All American. Judy. Judy. He. Man, look if you look at any he of receivers, yeah, I mean, I if you look at their rosters, though, with receivers, he didn't like know. LSU had number six, uh, number two. They had number one. They're like they had a group of people that uh, they had a dude, the third team dude had ten touchdowns. Chase, Chase was balling though. Yeah. Chase had a, was balling. Yeah, but Jefferson just was able to get the touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Man, Ohio State, Clemson. What's thoughts on it, Bryce? What you what what what's something you what's your take on that game? Refs, refs weren't uh, in Ohio State's favor for sure. Um, but they was up sixteen nothing. Uh, that's sack, man. That sack turned the whole game around, man. What the targeting hit? Yes. Yeah. It, because you got to think, it was like that'd been like fourth and like twenty or something, fourth and fifteen or something like that. It was automatic first down. Dude got, got kicked dejected. out the game. They gained the momentum. They, uh, they went down and scored actually that drive. Yeah. yeah. That gave them their first touchdown. It was a pass interference though. After that, it, it was a pass interference by your boy number three. Yeah, it was a pass interference uh, after that, and they end up scoring. Then you know they got the mo they got the mo now, and then they come down the next series and score again. It's fourteen sixteen. No, they got the they got the rough and the punter. Oh, they showed they did. got the rough and the punter. Oh, Nobody's yeah. talking about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Because <laughs> I think that's what me and Deck was talking about on uh, on social media. Like, bro, they they was killing themselves. We could say the rough. Oh, they definitely killed themselves. They was they times. was killing themselves a few times. You know what I'm saying? But. That targeting, the one thing I hate about I it. I thought that, it was BS. I, ain't I, I did too. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm not an Ohio State fan, I just because it looked like he ducked his head. Not not the deep, not the DB, like Joe ducked his head. You know what I'm saying? So that's what made the contact with the helmets, because you seen it coming and you ducking your head down to avoid it. That's how he got helmet to helmet. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like cause he didn't want to get hit. So he was really in the process of ducking his head. And now, now they collide heads. They, you know they, what I'm they, they definitely they got to, to, they, they do. They, they got need no to intent. redo that. Um, and review, review some of the hits that they called um, helmet to helmet, and see exactly was it first was it preventable? Could that defender not hitting like that? You know. Secondly, did it cause harm or damage to that player? You know what I'm saying. And then third, was it within the play? Did I hit him? Was he defenseless? You know what I'm saying? Uh, when 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 uh, the guy from Ohio State ran in, uh, Clemson's quarterback saw him coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he ducked in, 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 to brace the hit. It wasn't as if that dude intentionally went and hit him. Now, now the Oklahoma LSU game when the running back came out and, and, and number 44 Oklahoma just cheap shot at him. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally cheap shot, kicked out the game. Total, that's right, total right. understanding. You know what I'm saying? But they got to go back and revisit that uh, target. Oh yeah, the whole because, thing. Uh, I never liked it when it's the first started. It's costing a lot of it. kids time that shouldn't be costing. Hey, man, like, it's, that, it's, like that Sean Wade kid, very good talent, very yeah, good one. athlete. Yeah, that dude um, from IMG, right? He, yeah. He if if he was, if he was, I believe he got to play the rest of the game. And then let's say they won, he had another game 
to decide if I'm going to come out or not. Because he was on the brink of, am I going to come out and go to the league not right now, or am I going to come back to school? Well, he's got kicked out the game in the first half, and ain't really get to show nothing. He ain't really get to, you know. Right, right. He was already battling injuries all year, so. Um, yeah, because he was a starter last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a starter last year. He so, came in as a freshman. So here's here's my thing, right? And y- y'all know how I'm, I'm just a real analytical nut, right? All right, so you guys are defensive guys, right? And I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm watching, and I keep saying they when they, they, they're kicking these field goals, I'm like, that's a win for Clemson. That's oh, yeah. a win for Clemson. That's a win for Clemson. You know, like, you go to the red zone three times, and you allow nine points. That's a win. Yeah. For, for especially, a team that, especially with a team that's averaging. That's what I'm saying. Team, hey, for a team that's averaging 40 points a game, and you held them to, you know what I'm saying, they scored what? They said they scored, what, 25 touchdowns in the red zone like that? Yeah, like, that's a lot, bro. That's a lot, yeah. <laughs> so if, if you're not capitalizing in the red zone, you go 0, 0 for 3, you know, you kick two field goals, and then you have Justin Fields, the one with J.K. that they overturned, which was a good call. Mm-hmm. Um. Just you know, over overthrew him a little bit too much, you know. So you give up three field goals. This is all before the targeting. So and essentially, if you're looking at it from my perspective, being an offensive guy, we should be up twenty eight to nothing, yeah. right? Yeah. So the targeting, yeah, that 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 changed for that drive, in my opinion. But I think the second drive was that block punt. Nobody talking. About, I mean, that that rough from the punter mm-hmm. uh, call that nobody seems to remember because they said that turned the whole game. Where I think. That roughing the punter turned the whole game because they scored before halftime. Right. Yeah. That's when their momentum changes. So you're going into halftime, instead of being up 16 nothing or 16 to 7, you know, now you're up 16 to 14. And at the end of the day, this is adversity. And you gotta you gotta know how to play against yeah, it. You know, and you're still winning. And, and and that's Ohio State, so they should already know how to play, you know what I'm saying, against that adversity. But that fumble though, like I said it was a fumble. I thought that, it was a fumble. That was a fumble, bro. Bro, that was a, he took four steps. I think it's a fumble too. I'm sorry. He he look look at it. Look at the replay again. I counted the steps. Well, I, I mean, four, he, he took four I'm steps with the ball in his hand. Because so. the replay, like 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 they said when they was reviewing it, the replay and anything can look different in the replay when you slow it down. But right. for me, watching full, it full speed, full speed, he, turned a, a, a he didn't turn up field. That's for, and, 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 and I that's think, the reason why. And I think that's another reason that they need. That's one thing that they need to. Look at more because um, they say making a football move is turning up field, which he never really got a chance to turn he, up field. No, but he caught right. it and he took three steps going towards the sideline. You know, mm-hmm. so to me it looked like a, a fumble. I would have called. I mean, I'm running away from the defender. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it to me it looked like a fumble, um, but I understood why they why they called it. But even with that, like, man, all all those were were, were turning points, the targeting, the fumble, uh, the roughing the punter. But Ohio State tackled terribly. Their their tackling was horrific the whole game. You can't expect to win the game and you can't tackle. True. You know what I'm saying? And, and me being a defensive dude, I, I we'd have been tackling backs like crazy the next next day of practice. But they they were missing simple tackles like when 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 uh, Clemson's did. quarterback broke forty one ran up there. Oh, he didn't want no smoke. He, 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 did no sli- he did the slip and slide. Yeah, he didn't want and, no parsing. And, 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 and Sunshine went sixty five. You know, like come on, man, you just killed the dude the, the last game. You know, at the end of the game, you run up here and and, and, and baseball slide away from the quarterback. 
You know, right. So schematically, do y'all think what what do y'all think from that aspect? Watching what? play calling on both sides, on both sides of the ball, both teams. Hey man, some of them plays they were called. I gotta find an all twenty two. I gotta I gotta watch the game from the all twenty two standpoint because some plays that Ohio State called on offense and defense, and some of the plays that Clemson was calling on offense and defense. Hey man, that was a, it was a chess match. Yeah, it was. Uh, as a coach, it was like genius, you know, of how they were running their offense and defensive schemes versus each other. You know what I mean? And um, how Clemson was putting. Uh, that number 11 in different positions. He played mm-hmm. linebacker. Sometimes he's at free safety. Yep. Sometimes he was right behind the linebacker. Yeah. Sometimes he was over the slot. Sometimes he's at defensive end. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he's your best player. You got to know where he was at every play. And, and for him to line up at free safety, you like, oh, he had free safety? Then he cover ground and go catch a pick. Got the pick, yeah. You know, and, and uh, Ohio State had their little adjustment to that, too. I didn't really like them putting number 20 back deep at safety. Um but it is what it is. But, it, you know, I thought watching the game, some of the, those, those coordinators uh, was, I want to say genius, but, you know, it was, it was. very well, you know, coached uh, schemes. Hey, know? but you called it, though, the play, the, play of the, um, the play of the game, for real, for real. You called it. You said the matchup with ETN and them linebackers. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it ended up being the play of the game right there, and that was – I'm like, look, the first thing I was thinking man, in my mind is I like, damn, this is what we do the same, too. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Get that man the ball. My thing like, all right, so T. Higgins get hurt, right? This all-American receiver. He like, get hurt the first series. Yeah, the first series, which it didn't look like it was that bad. You know, I I don't even know what happened. This, he this, hit his head. The, the dude's helmet hit his head when his helmet came off. So what, it was a concussion. Is that what they – They went concussion protocol. protocol. Okay. So but he was he clearly cleared it way like right when they went done he didn't even come back till the second half right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, like dang so your all American receiver gets hurt right you got all American running back why not feed him the ball I get looking at it after the game this the, the scheme with Clemson running read option at Chase Young and making Chase Young sit, sit and read more than just having them bull rush because I, I think that's that's really slowed them down there was a lot of misdirections that they ran at him. It's a couple times, I think, they, like, faked the option at Chase Young and then ran quarterback draw, too, mm-hmm. you know. But me looking at that, you got to get this man the ball, you know. Like I told y'all, it, it's seven minutes left in the, in the first half. This man only got three carries, and two of them was in bad situations. So he really mm-hmm. got one carry, you know. This might be the fastest dude on the field, literally. Because yeah. you saw when he caught those two screens, those two passes. He took off. He didn't get caught. And, and I think we, everyone in America knew once he got in Oakville, it, it's yeah. a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I still don't think. Yeah, and he big. Exactly. And he big. Exactly. He, he was the tackle. I still don't think he touched the ball enough. 13 touches for him. When you saw what he did with two with two touches, you know. Yeah, but I think a lot of it going into it was that they knew they had to run Sunshine a lot more. I you know that. what I'm saying? So that's why I you I gotta figure he had they they said he averaged three to six carries per game during the season. He had thirteen to seven, didn't he? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can say 13, that though, 14, but so, so e- even that balanced that. it out a little bit because you gotta figure they don't run a fullback neither. You know what I'm saying? They really ever have a damn they might have an H back when they run they they thing. So you don't really got no true league blocker for and for ETN and them. 
they really, for him to be super successful running the ball, they would have needed a lead blocker. They, Ohio State was just too good up front to really, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, have him featured. They had to go with. It was great scheme. Yeah, it was. It was. it was, man. It was great scheme. It was. They ran the read option. They ran the counter quarterback. They ran the. Uh, it, it, but in my eyes, it, it becomes simple football. Defensive end, defensive end, tackle the quarterback. I mean, that's my, that's my point. If linebacker scrape over top and go make plays. To to be so play action oriented that Clemson is, they didn't set it up very well. Like mm-hmm. because you didn't see Ohio State back down from giving JK the ball until he got hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't that ain't that didn't stop them. You know what I'm saying? Even though Clemson's line ain't the Clemson D line that we saw last year, you know what I'm saying? But statistically they're better, but we know they're not better mm-hmm. up front. You know what I'm saying? And then you look at Ohio State, it's like we still gonna run at them. You know, we didn't change nothing in, until JK got hurt. You know what I'm saying? But I get Chase Young. But do like everyone else did, run away from him or run at him. Do do what you need to do. I still don't. Feel, I, I don't feel like they utilized him enough until he got touches and he starts seeing him get stronger. You know, in in the game. But I understand wanting to to utilize uh, Trevor Lawrence more. Bryce, this coach is talk, Bryce. <laughs> oh yeah, this is what you be missing when you um, when you're not at practice, bro. <laughs> When the yeah. coaches before you get to practice is what be going on. They be talking like man, this all the games, time. Man, what's what's uh you know George you talked about you know it's been some really good games and man, and bro, I definitely I'm over agree here with you. My um, phone right now. What's you know, you know the, the Auburn Minnesota game was really man, good. it was too, it wasn't was it? Really that good. every game that day was good yeah. except for the uh, Alabama Michigan game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, that, that that was, was good for me. It, it, yeah, it was yeah, decent. Game too. But uh, when Judy went when Judy went for what sixty something first play of the game, I'm saying, yeah. oh, about to get blown out. Hey, <laughs> you showed it. But that Oregon game too was yeah, last night. Yeah, I was man, yeah. I was disappointed in Wisconsin. Like I want to text, I want to text that officer coordinator. Like, bro, why did you throw the ball the one time? And y'all end up getting three. Y'all could have ended up running the ball and score, and then when you wouldn't even worry about that one point loss. But yeah, that ain't why they lost though. But, but, yeah, they, the fumble. Yes, that was the, the fumble. They just sweep on the fumble. Yeah, but, but, but that would go back to their play calling though. Like, why is he even touching they the had ball? An issue. They had an issue with their speed too. They had an issue with Oregon's offensive speed. Um, also, you know, but uh, plus with the quarterback, they break for like seventy. Man, he stiff armed that dude three times. <laughs> He's still for that safety three times. You really man. see how good or bad or average play callers are, like coordinators are in these bowl games, because it's easy to 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 scheme for a team in your conference because you play them every you year. play them every year. You know you're seeing film. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going against X Y Elliott and, and Bokdo offensively. You know who the offensive court. You know what to expect. But if 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 you got to see a, a Twinsburg this year. And then you got to see uh, uh, a Wilder the next year, and then you got to see Benedictine. You know, it's going to be different. a little bit different, a little challenging. And I, I think you know that's really the what what I get out of watching those bowl games is to see. You, you saw Oregon use their speed. Mm-hmm. You know, they tried to establish you know their force, which they're a lot better than the past years. Yeah. You know, as far as like establishing the physicality of uh, you know of, in the trenches, but. You could obviously see that they were faster than them dudes, you know, and I feel like Wisconsin kind of got a little away from what, what they do, and that's yeah. running the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? they did. Because they, they start doing a lot of re-option type things and them jet sweeps. But if he was looking at earlier in that game, when they were shifting the tight ends and going into the eye, they end up getting penalties a lot of times. 
But man, he I didn't really busted. like that after a while. It was predictable. It's just like yeah, but it don't matter. They was gashing them though. They was gashing them though. Like every time, them. yeah. But they went totally away from that the second half. Like you should have stayed there. The only reason that y'all didn't have the success you wanted to is because it was a couple holding penalties. Remember they had the ones down there by the goal line too, yeah. and that ended up pushing they them back. They had to drop passes too. Though. Yeah, they had to drop passes too. But I think overall, man, I think that this is really good. You know, bold, bold season. A lot of games been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Kentucky, Matt, Matt, yeah, Kentucky, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. Like the the, the matchup's been pretty good. Um, and I'm just, still, I'm still upset. It's so many bowls, man. It's a money thing. You know, it is, man. Really you got to figure each school getting the money. That's the only reason I like it because especially if they pass the um the fair play, play. Mm-hmm. that's where the kids going to get their money for, for real. Mm-hmm. Because now you got all these other people that are sponsoring like, okay, now I can go talk to Tony the Tiger. Let's <laughs> ask Bryce how you feel about this. He's, he's a college student now. Yeah. How do you feel about the, 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 the fair play act going forward? Like getting paid and stuff? Yeah. I feel like we put our bodies on the line, so we should get paid a little bit for it. I feel like if someone at Legacy Village wants to meet you, you should get a, a, a compensation from him. Something. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if they know you, if, if if you're at Legacy Village during Thanksgiving break, someone notices you, or some store wants you to sit and sign autographs for an hour, you shouldn't get penalized or something like that. We're not saying, and that's the thing, some people get it misconstrued that, we talking thousands and millions of dollars. No, we talking like if 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 a store in Be- in Legacy Village shoe store, you know something like that, wants you to come. I'm like, hey, this is Bryce Shepherd plays for Notre Dame. You know, he got all these accomplishments and this and that. Yeah, I feel like you should get two to three, four hundred dollars from just that hour if 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 it's available to you because mm-hmm. as many people you're gonna sign autographs for kids and all that in the area. You know, why not? Yeah. I agree. So, man, let's get into Gridiron Story. Uh, Gridiron Story is brought to you today by our very own Coach George. Yes, um, sir. So just just give us the the rundown of the Gridiron Story okay, today. Okay, Gridiron Story today is um, the best players we played with. Um, and you could chime in on this too, Bryce. Yeah. Um, high school, college, um, anything outside of that, semi-pro. Um, I played one-year arena, so um, I can – probably use somebody off of that arena team plus, you know, um, college. But honestly, it's really more in college. I ain't taking nothing from my teammates in, in, in Alliance, or, you know, but um, that just wasn't on that same level with some of these guys that we had in, in college. And, like, the, the guys I played with, the best guys was obviously Jason Taylor, um, Hall of Famer, and that's self-explanatory. But being out there on him, that's probably one of the greatest times I ever had in my football life. You know what I'm saying? Ever to see this guy and, and his work ethic is what got him to where he was at. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't even start playing football until um, he was homeschooled, so he didn't even start playing until his senior year. He had a petition to the state of Pennsylvania to do that and then come to Akron U um, on, really on the basketball scholarship. You know what I'm saying? He played, I think he had both, but he was merely playing basketball. That's when I noticed him. And then, um, then when he got on the field, that's his senior year. It's like you just watched him work his butt off this whole summer. Like, why is you running with the DBs, bro? You know, da 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 da. And then you see him get drafted, and then you see him have a great rookie year. Him, the White Smith, um, Lou Mack. You know, what I'm saying they all played in the, the White league. Smith got MVP at Super Bowl, didn't he? Nah, he should have though. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't think so because his was I late in the game. 
His was late in the game. That's why they was already up. Dexter, the two that Dexter had was during the prime time of the game. Yeah. The two Dwight had was late Dexter in the game. Dexter got the car, was, right? Dexter got, Dexter the, got the car. Yeah, yeah. Dexter got the car. And after that, he ended up, what's so crazy, though, is that Dwight ended up having a better career after that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he went to Minnesota. Huh? He signed with New Orleans after that, didn't he? Oh. Dwight. No, Dwight went to Minnesota first, I think, then after that. Then New Orleans. Then he went to Detroit, too, I think, one year. But Dexter ended up going to Arizona, and we ain't hearing nothing from him. <laughs> we ain't hearing nothing from him after that. He got a nice contract. That was it. But you ain't, he didn't make no all pros after that. So, them would be the top two dudes. Um, also, you know, Willie Spencer, too. Um, Willie was a, he was probably one of the best talents um, in the state of Ohio when I was in high school. And then to actually watch him come from being a quarterback um, in high school safety, Michigan and everybody offered him. Um, that's when they had that Prop 48. So we, some people wasn't, you know, getting the right scores on their test. So you know, you had to sit out that first year. Um, but he was a tremendous talent too, man. And to watch him go from being a quarterback when we got to Akron U, um, and then that '97 season, watch him play wide receiver and go against LSU, go against Nebraska. Like Ralph Brown was a first round draft pick. And Willie ate him up for six catches and 95 yards. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the first half because we was getting blown out by halftime. So, they was just <laughs> they was just rotating people we, they, after that with our players. But, I mean, he killed dude. You know what I'm saying? So, them, them was my top guys right there that I played with. Yeah, watching Willie um, coming up, man. Uh, Willie was special. playing Mashler, man. man. Winning that option. Man. And playing safety, man. Willie was amazing. But then he he ended up leaving Akron and going to Tiffin. He set every wide receiver record at Tiffin. You know, so Willie was real, real good. Uh, I'll go into mines, man. Uh, high school-wise, man, it, it got to be a guy by the name of Lawrence Cherry. Uh, I played with a lot of great guys, you know what I'm saying? But as far as athletes, I can rank Cherry probably in the top five of the best athletes I ever played with. And uh, – Dude, dude was just amazing with, with, with playing the game. Um, he had a drive in the wheel of a want to, to to win. You know what I'm saying? That's a dude that you you want on your team because he 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 trying to go win. He, he want to go win the game, and um, he 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 thought out there on the field. You know, he was a goofy dude, always in, in something, but he had a football IQ that was crazy that you would never thought. You know. Um, and it was really he was just he just knew football, and that was, that was my high school. Um, Cherry was probably the best athlete. Um, and college is is kind of simple, you know. Mm-hmm. Nate, Nate, I played with Nate Washington. Um, Nate Washington, uh, me and him was roommates my uh, second year in college, and um, you know just the things he was able to do. Um, on the field, you know what I'm saying? I, I got his highlight tape, and I ain't showed uh, – I, I, I should show Javon, um, but I haven't showed too many people his highlight tape. But the things he was able to do, like uh, Nebraska-Omaha came um, to Tiffin, and they were ranked like number two or number three in the country. And they had two D1, two D1 bounce-back corners, okay. and uh, we had uh, – we had like six scouts at practice that week, and they was like, "Yeah, we stand down here so we can see Nebraska Omaha's running back, and they uh their DBs, you know, go against Nate and all this stuff." So 
First of all, I come out and I have me two nice returns. Like, <laughs> dang, you know what I'm but uh, the first, you know, I ran the ball back to like the 50, the first play, and then we went over top. Nate for six, first play of the game. Over, mm. He moss dude. And I think Nate, his his leading, he might have had like 299 receiving in one game. Mm. And uh, he, he put himself on the map with just the – the on the field performances he used to put on at, at and during the games, man, and he he got on the map definitely up there in Nebraska Omaha. We lost that game. Um, I'll never forget the dude's name, Jamar Day. He ran for like five hundred yards against us. <laughs> Dang! But yeah, Nate Nate was a, a. We had some battles at practice though. That's what other people don't know. We had some good good players on our team, man. And, we had, it was some nice battles at practice. One dude, uh, Dub, that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. bring his little son to yeah. training. He, uh, he was nice, man. They played a lot of press man when I first got there, so he ain't really never played anything else. You know what I'm saying? They was impressed majority of the time. If they played two man, he was pressing. Yeah, you know. So uh, probably Nate. Nate was definitely my college guy. Man, I feel like high school man. It's tough, man. Like, yeah, because you played that book though. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a ton of athletes you I mean, can call. I mean, I looked up to Steve Walker just like, just like his his mentality, how he approached the game. But he was so smooth with everything, playing quarterback. But then you watch him on defense; it's like nobody throw a ball at him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then you look on the other side, and then you got Brian on the other side. You know, and then knowing how Brian is now and how he is, his mentality still the same with how he you know working with those kids at St. V now. You know, so you look at Brian. Yeah, I mean, just that's I mean, that's a lot. That's nice. Hey, look, I, just, I was just thinking <laughs> about that. Like, what? Yeah, Brian, Williams, Ryan and Steve Walker. On Man, what the and, heck? You know, then you know, looking at it, then you got you see Tony Pittman. You know, you just see like his work ethic, but you see how he he's like he's kind of like you, Bryce. Just I'm just coming to work. I'm not, I'm not saying too much. You know, like I I think I barely heard him say a word in practice the whole time I was up there. You know, with the varsity. You know, you watch him and just like a, a bunch of other guys, man. But I'm going to go, I'm going to say Johnny Adams, you know. Yeah. I mean, for him to come in and, and, and start as a freshman and in that era, Bookto, where, where I was at, with, with a lot of those guys like Brian coming, like starting with Brian coming after Steve Walker and, and all those other guys. But to see – how he adjusted to, I mean, he played with Curtis Eaton, like, you know, Curtis Eaton was like all Ohio too. I watched him, I watched Johnny singly handedly just beat a team. Yeah, like, and that's like, the thing. Like, he run like two, two punts back, kick return back, have a jet sweep. He could beat a team back. by himself. He, I saw him beat teams by himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think our, my, my junior year, I saw him, we were playing Kim Moore. He ran up, he ran a punt back three times in a row. The first two got caught back on clips. And you would think after the first one, I probably would kick out of bounds. Second one, he probably killed him. I was kicked to him a third time, and he ran it back again. You know, and this dude was so tired. But, I mean, I understand why he's tired. He just ran three punts back. You know, and then I remember he – we're playing the playoff game. We're playing against Aurora. He got suspended for, like, the first half or first three quarters. I don't – I can't remember what it was for. Like, he gets in. First time he touched the ball, punt return, ran it back. You know, I mean, it's just like you watch, the, the, you watch his work ethic. Like, he jokes around off the field. When he's on the field, it's all game. I mean, it's all, it's all it's like, it's serious, but like, it's a blanket. You can't get by him. You know what I'm saying? He's fast. He doesn't look fast until you run by him. But if you get him on offense, he touched the ball, 
he could he could score every time he touched the ball. Um, and then I mean, we saw what he did at Michigan State. You know, until he had the turf toe. You know, his stints in the NFL and in the CFL. Um, but I feel like he's the best player that I, I played with. You know, Tony Pittman's obviously the biggest draw um, because he played at Ohio State. Um, and then in college. Johnny my- played at Michigan State. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, for what for, for Tony, you know, Tony had like the, the real hype, you know, especially after, you know, that 13 0 season, you know no, what I'm saying? No, no, John, we, we said we punted the ball, you know, I was oh, just yeah, starting coaching. We punted the ball out of bounds every trip. We weren't kicking it to him. <laughs> we punted it every trip out of bounds. And then kick return, we squibbed it every trip, made sure he wasn't getting it. <laughs> For real, that, that, yeah, I had that, just he, started coaching. He, 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 he was that year. dynamic. He was that dynamic. Um, and then my 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 first two years, my my college quarterback. And this is one of those things where you saying again, Bryce, were like, if he was probably two inches taller, he might have been a Division One quarterback. We talking about a guy that I played with, uh, Trevor Henderson, uh, broke Jim Kelly passing records in Western Pennsylvania. Y'all know Jim Kelly Hall of yeah, Famer, Jim yeah, Kelly. Yeah. So you so you mentioned him and Jim Kelly. Yeah, I don't know if the record's broke now, but coming in, you got a quarterback that broke all his his passing yards for a career, his passing touchdowns for a career, completions, completion percentages, broke every That's record crazy. for Jim Kelly. How you get to Hiram? Because he was like six one, maybe. Wasn't fast, like he can wing it, but he 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 was athletic enough to he like if he needed to run the ball, he can run the ball. You know, he just didn't look really athletic. You know, he listed probably two twenty. You see him physically, he look like he's about two forty though, but he's not. You know, he just doesn't look really athletic, like nothing like that. Smart, like, like, like the smart, like he's smart. Him and Everhart will argue. <laughs> like in the media, because he was right. <laughs> like he's like, that's not right. Like he's sitting there telling off as a coordinator, no, that's not right. The guy that that made the playbook, he's telling him that's not right. And we looking back like, you talking to the offensive coordinator? So they, they're arguing right in front of us. We're in team meetings, arguing right. So he gets up and he draws he the play him. out and tells him, this is how it's supposed to be ran. So Everhart, sit back and look back like, you know what, you are right. But like he was that cerebral. To the point where, like, I wish I, I would have played with him for four years because he made the game that much easier for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't turn the ball over. It's just, you look at that, it's just, it's, my, it's just like a height thing, opportunity thing, where he was playing at, you know, everything mm-hmm. of that nature. But you don't break Jim Kelly records, you know, yeah, and no. then end up where he ended up at. But, you know, he still like Hiram's all-time lean passer, everything like that. Um, but that, that's the best player I played with at Hiram, like my quarterback. Bryce, let's hear it. Uh, for me. Outside of you. You're the best player you're playing with outside of you. <laughs> outside uh, of you. At Stowe, like, I played with a lot of good players. Uh, Mike Miranda uh, started a few games at Penn State. Uh, Kyle Van Treese, starting quarterback at Buffalo. Really yeah, he did go to Stowe. Yeah, just won a Mac game, yeah. yeah. Um, Hold on. Or a bowl just game. from two years ago, right? Yeah, these yeah. are just kids that are older. Yeah, I know, yeah, he, yeah. but he, he graduated two years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we went to the playoffs last. Last playoff run for y'all? No, that was. It was before. It was right before that. He was our second to last playoff run. Okay. Mm-hmm. My sophomore. Yeah. Okay. Um, then, of course, JR. Yeah. Uh, Mike Young. 
He's a good player. And then college, uh, a kid I, I look up to, Marvell Ross, as a punt returner. Where he from? Uh, he's from Cleveland. He's from Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, like, he's he's the type of player, like, every time you get the ball, you just hold your breath. Like, there's something crazy about to happen. Like, you just know it. Um, Shahan Williams, really good player. You're going to be watching. You're going to see him on Sundays. And then, I mean, the best player I've ever played with would have to be uh, Jaleel McLaughlin. Back-to-back 2,000 yards, back-to-back first-team All-American as a freshman and a sophomore. Yeah. Uh, he got played. over, like, 4,000 yards. Player like, he close to 5,000 yards right now. They running back? Yeah. 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 He's already broke a uh, Division two record for rushing yards as he, a sophomore. He might have should have been uh Carter Hill yeah. trophy winner. He won it his, his uh, freshman year. He, he was very – he's very, very – from, like, North Carolina or somewhere. He's yeah. Very good, man. Uh, I, watching that dude play, man, I, I got to watch him one or two games. And then you got to see the stats. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he putting up yeah, I'm numbers. About he, yeah, I'm talking about he got almost 4,000 yards in two years. Like, yeah. The, huh? Yeah, man. I, th- th- I think Tuck probably probably had close to – what did Tuck have? Like, five for his career? Mm-hmm. Harvey Tuck? Yeah, this uh, kid got it in two. Yeah, he got it in two. <laughs> That's so, crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's fast, man. Like, you see him touch, I'm like, oh, man. Night-night. <laughs> yep. Yeah, night-night. Um, but, yeah, man, um, recruiting, what you got for us today, Coach? Um, We're we on recruiting now, so we're going to go into uh, don't let all these uh, signees – these these uh, social medias, these uh, um, all American games, and, and and all that stuff, you know, pump your head up and blow you up to to really think um, like you're less or you're you're better than somebody else. Um, because at the end of the day, just like Bryce said earlier, as soon as you walk on that campus, man, you you just like every other freshman. You know what I'm saying? You at the bottom of the barrel. You're starting over, and uh, you got to come in there with that that mindset. So uh, the recruiting game don't stop for you guys who haven't signed yet, and uh, you got to remember that you know you still have to go through your process. You can't go through uh, what you see on social media and what you see on TV. Um, you can't go through those guys' process. You have to go through your own process, and you might not, you know. Uh, get that recognition that you thought you should have gotten, um, thought you should have been all Ohio, or thought you should have been uh, all conference or all district, whatever, but you still don't get an opportunity somewhere. And, and just like Bryce did, he got his opportunity somewhere and he took advantage of it. And, uh, you know, he's going he gonna to play a lot of football in the next couple of years. Uh, but it was also because he was humble and hungry from, you know, pretty much being underrated, underlooked. And uh, getting there and, and doing what he needed to do to get on the field, heck of a talent. Um, but like, like I, I thought Bryce, he was gonna go and play offense. <laughs> you know, you yeah. you were dynamic on both sides of the ball, and I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes and play offense somewhere. Um, it might happen. You know, I thought he was playing offense because his two number thirteens. Oh yeah, on yeah. his team and. Uh, it was the first game of the year. I'm like, nah, that that guy kind of little, he a little slimmer, a little <laughs> taller too to be playing receiver. Then I had to look it up again, um, and I realized that that wasn't Bryce. But, mm-hmm. but the the biggest thing, man, is is 
enjoy your process. Don't 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 let somebody else's process ruin the opportunity that you have. You know, visit these smaller schools. If you got to go uh, D one AA or D two or NAIA or even D three, uh, visit them schools. Talk to them coaches. You know, you got Hall of Fame coaches at, at Mount Union. Um, you you got people who had a lot of uh, experience coaching the game, who have different connections, who who never could say, all right, well, we're going to have a pro day for you. You know, uh, like I said, Nate Washington was one of the best players I played with. And uh, I watched him do his pro day down in the YMCA. And, uh, ran, ran his um, ran his 40-yard dash on, 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 on a concrete floor, floor you know, in, in the YMCA. Uh, did his – did his vertical his uh his his vertical jump? They put blue uh chalk dust on the on the tips of his fingers. He jumped up and touched the touched the wall, and that's how and that's how they measured his vertical. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't have the 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 typical pro day that you would think. You know, um, but he had one. He played what 11, 12 years in in the league and has two Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's not about where you go. It's about where you, what you're going to do when you get there. And um, just enjoy your process, man. Don't let everybody else, you know, like Bryce was saying earlier, you got your circle. Talk to you and trust your circle. And um, don't let everybody else get you out of the loop of, of saying, okay, well, you, sh- you should be a D1 dude. You should be going Division One. You should be going uh, this and this and the third. Those, those people can't really make those calls for you. You got you got it. Suit up where you where you, and and how I, how I tell my players is, love who loving you. If, if if Notre Dame College is loving you, and you like Notre Dame College and if what they offer you, you 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 love them back. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you really want to go to a school and that school ain't really talking to you, that it might not be the school for you. You know, um, but, I think that's where a lot of our kids get caught up in too. Um, they want to go to a certain school. They always had a picture in their mind at a certain school. And then next thing you know, that school not as interested in you as you are in them. So, um, yeah, just humble yourself, man, just a little bit. But it's also being open-minded. You know what I'm saying? Having have an open mind to, to these coaches coming in and talking to you um, when you're taking these visits. A lot of these uh, young kids who haven't signed yet will be taking visits here this month in January to uh, different universities, and uh, you got to find what's best fit for you. You know what I'm saying? As just our Bryce going through transition, it's going to be transitioning in the college game uh, where, you know, coaches is leaving, coaches is coming. and uh, That's every year. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the part of the game. But what what I went through in college and, and seemed to find out, if, if you and your teammates have a bond, it don't matter who are on the field. Who coaching you? Right, right. Um, as long as y'all got a bond and y'all know what y'all want to do as far as the team and, and and making your team be successful, that's what it come down to. Um, because you know when I, when I started at Tiffin, we weren't very good. Uh, I think when I was coming in, we were like three and seven or two, three and eight or something like that. Yeah. And I finished. We had the best record in school history. It was ten and one. You know what I'm saying? So um, you can turn around that quick. That easy, but you know, uh, don't go to a school just based off their record. Go on a school that's based off of what is going to help you for the next forty to fifty years of your life, um, and, and that's really all I got for today. 
when your guys can chime in about it, but just being comfortable in where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Don't let somebody talk you out of going somewhere um, that may be a little smaller than what you thought you should be at. Yeah, I got something to add to that, too, because we was talking about your circles and talking to your circles. Um, make sure your, your circle got an understanding of what's going on, too. Um, because I know in some people's circles, we were just talking about this ahead of time uh, before we started. Uh, some people within your circle may think that you're bigger than what you are, but y'all actually have to come to a realization together um, of what's really happening to you as far as your recruiting process. Because um, guess what? If you're not getting recruited by a D1 school right now and you've played and started as a sophomore or junior, guess what? They're more than likely not going to come. They, this is what I was told before. Most of the D1s who get the offers is the kids who playing early. You know what I'm saying? And being impactful. Not just playing and being on the field and think you're doing something. No. We're talking about actually making plays and doing that. That's when you start to get that interest. If you ain't really did that and you just really start to make an impact as a senior or maybe a junior, I wouldn't ex really expect that, uh, that D1. But, you know, it could happen. But if they're not knocking on your door already or interested in you like that, you know, just humble yourself a little bit. Um, just just because, I mean, it's going to help you in the process um, along the way. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not going to be mad at the other schools and, and this and that because they're not coming at you. Because I know it's other people. I done talked to some kids, and we done all talked to some kids. That's like, well, they feel they should – I feel like I'm better than this, but when it come down to it, who really talking to you? So just make sure that your circle understand that too, and they don't gas your head up as as much as um, you know other people who's outside of your circle does. It's just being realistic. I mean, that's really what it come down to. Like you got to look at everything that goes along with recruiting, your film size. That's really a, a major part in a lot of this. You know, you can't be a five eight quarterback talking about you going to D1, you know, at being a one-year starter too, you know. <laughs> it, like, seriously, you know, like, I mean, there are late bloomers. You know, there are situations like mine where I'm, I'm playing behind three quarterbacks that, you know, one was all Ohio, one was, you know, solid, other one was all Ohio, and then it's me, you know, waiting to play as a senior on some pretty damn good teams. You know, you just got to be realistic about, how your recruiting process to go. So I know going into my senior year, it's like division one's probably out the question right now, unless I have like a crazy year, year you know? So you go in and you know what you want to do. Um, and if you really want to just play college ball, you're going to pick the right school for you. You know, you're not going to go with uh, whatever your friends say or whoever's outside looking in. Cause now everyone can chime in because of the social media. They could say, you need to, he needs to go here. I hope he goes here. I go, hope he go at X, Y, and Z um, because everyone on the outside looking at it has an opinion. But you just got to figure it out um, on your own. Again, go visit the schools, um, talk to people outside of the athletes, um, professors. Know what you want to major in because you don't want to go to school just for football and then you get there and you got to major in something that's not really what you want to do. Um, so just do all that too. And uh, – just evaluate everything. You know? Yeah, hopefully when it comes to the um, you're picking your major, you're thinking about that before you even go. Um, yeah. That's kind of the weirdest thing to me. Like you've been wanting to go to college and play college football, but yet you don't know what you want to study. Right. But we've been talking like we've been talking to kids for years, 
Um, and they like, what you going to study? Uh, I don't know yet. Like, you've been wanting to go to college three years. You haven't once thought about what you wanted to study when you was there? What, what, I, what I like to tell them is pick three. Pick three three majors that you may be interested in and then narrow it down because it's nine times out of ten, you're going to change one major to mm-hmm. another major. So you got three that you may be interested in. Uh, you can go undecided in the first two years, but after that, you're going to have to really buckle down to what you really want to major in. Um, so pick three of them that you're interested in, and then, you know, it help narrow it down in the summertime once you, before you go. Yeah, I changed my major twice. So I changed my major once. I changed my major once, too. So that accountant got to me like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. was cool. It was just boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good on accounting, man. And in education, I think I probably should have stuck with it, knowing what I know now. And then I just, you know, just went broad with, with communication, which I'm pretty good at in any way in my uh, management minor. So, um, Bryce, man, thanks for thanks for joining us, man. For, yeah, for definitely sure. appreciate yeah, it, man. Appreciate we gonna, it. we definitely going to keep watching you, man. And, and um, we've seen your growth as a football player. Honestly, they saying they've seen your offense. Nah, I always felt that you was going to be a corner, bro. I don't know what it was. I did. I, I mean, I, I liked you at corner, man. You used to work out when you used to come with us before and work out with us. Um, I liked how you was on defense. And then I got to see um, some more of you play your, your senior year. Then when I, Actually, when I seen you at the opening last year, that's when I was like, oh, he's going to be a DB. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but, yeah, we appreciate having you, man. Definitely do it. Um, keep up with the success and staying humble and, and all that, man. Because, um, you know, we watching. There's a lot of people that when we – announced that we was having you on the um, thing. They was just sending out a lot of support. So obviously you have a lot of support from, you know, people in their communities, not just Akron, but, and, you know, obviously stow it and that too. So um, just keep being humble, man. Just keep doing everything that you're doing, man, because you make an impact on that team. And that national championship going to be there for you. Definitely. And uh, tell everyone where they, where they can follow you at on, on social media. I told you they were uh, pretty much on Instagram and Twitter, B underscore Shepherd. Appreciate that's, y'all having me today. That's what that's on your what? Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. And, and Twitter. Hey man, it's a new year, it's 2020, George. You gotta change your stuff, man. We'll we'll, we'll get to that, man. <laughs> Just make sure everyone keep following us, man. Uh Fix Sports Academy on uh Facebook and Twitter. Get fixed the podcast, get fixed the POD on Twitter, Instagram. You can follow me at GCAM1 on Twitter on all social media platforms, Coach Klopp. You can follow me on Coach Klopp on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, and mine, I'm, I'm Mr. Unique. That's one man, one dream, ENT. That's <laughs> what you could change your name to, Mr. Unique. Yeah, yeah I, sure. I could, but I like the one man, one dream. Yeah, make sure you guys tune in. We'll have more information next week on training. It's almost that time for sure. So uh, yeah. make sure you guys follow the page. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on in 2020, a lot of major stuff. We're going to do better than we did last man. year. So um, we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you.